Done with frizz? Say goodbye to that poof. Repel humidity and tame those flyaways. One drop, frizz stops with John Frieda Frizzy Serum. Your hair talks and frizz never interrupts. John Frieda Frizzy Serum. One drop, frizz stops. Only from John Frieda. Want to make your blonde blonde? Sheer Blonde Go Blonder Collection by John Frieda lightens and brightens hair to full shades to give you your best blonde every day. Your hair talks. Make a statement with Sheer Blonde Go Blonder Collection. Only from John Frieda. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a March 29th, Wednesday, early morning edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I am your host, Eric Garcia-Gunderson, a writer from the Associated Press, Blazers Edge, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we have a wide variety of shows covering the NFL, NBA, and of course, you are here listening to Locked On Blazers, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, Audioboom, Google Play, wherever you can get a podcast, we are there. Welcome back to the show. All right. Let's just get to it. You knew that this game was the biggest game of the season, uh, without a doubt. Portland needed this. Denver needed it even more. And the Blazers walk away with a 122-113 victory on Tuesday night in the not only a battle for the eighth seed, but the first meeting between the Nuggets and Blazers since the Yusuf Nurkic Mason Plumley trade back in February, just before the trade deadline. And as uh, a lot of people expected, Yusuf Nurkic came out and uh, made a statement tonight. And Nurkic finished with a career-high 33 points, 16 rebounds as well. That's not a career-high because he had 20 uh, or whatever with that 28-20 game. Uh, but 33-16 and 16 in 33 minutes or so from Nurkic. He also had two assists, three blocks. C.J. McCollum had 39 points as well to lead all scorers. But, of course, the story tonight uh, from Portland to Denver was the Nurkic revenge moment and Boy, did he have a ball tonight. Uh, I covered this one for the Associated Press, was there. Uh, you could sense the energy. I talked to my guy, Will Barton, before the game. Uh, and even though Mike Malone was trying to play this one off as, uh, you know, it's just another game, it is a big game, but it's not a must win. Uh, Barton told me before the game, you know, this is, it's all on the line tonight. The Nuggets knew what was at stake. The Blazers knew what was at stake. And then there's the revenge narrative for Nurkic uh, as well. And all of those things came into play tonight uh, in as good of a game as you will get uh, in the NBA in March. There were 14 ties 
seven lead changes. This game was back and forth uh, from the get-go. Uh, just fun basketball to watch. I think that was the one thing that uh, really stood out was just how much fun this game was. Both teams were scoring uh, efficiently and uh, there weren't a lot of turnovers on either side either. You know, they were going back and forth. They were moving the ball back and forth up the floor, but uh, it was not a sloppy game. It was a well-executed game. Both teams really, I thought, rose to the occasion, but Portland really in the third quarter uh, really created some separation for themselves and uh, put the game away by getting some defensive stops. They, they didn't allow the Nuggets to just turn the corner and get right to the basket as they were for a lot of the game. They covered the middle of the floor a little bit better, which is where uh, the Nuggets really like to attack. Uh, they get Nurkic in that high post area and just kind of let him operate, let him find cutters, let him find guys. And uh, Portland had to deal with that. They also had to deal with, with, with Jokic in the pick and roll. Uh, but after a, a slow start and not really being able to stop them earlier, uh, Portland did a much better job on the defensive end uh, in the second half to really turn this game around, get build up that lead, and uh, eventually cruise in this one. Uh, this wasn't a game like the other ones where you know the, the, the end of the bench guys are getting in. Portland's guys had to stay in throughout, which is what you would expect in a game like this, but uh, it, it didn't it didn't go down to the wire, so to speak. Uh, the Blazers, took again uh took hold of the moment and uh really just took care of business but uh obviously uh you know it's hard to talk about Nurkic enough uh at this point after the game uh he was interviewed by Brooke Olsendam which now they broadcast those interviews to the entire arena uh so that everyone can hear and in his post-game comment, uh, Nurkic, after the game, over the loudspeaker, said, uh, I wish those guys a happy summer, which is uh, just so great because, especially now where guys are trying to downplay certain narratives like this, you have a guy in Nurkic who, while he is at times saying that it's just one game that it didn't matter that there were no heart you know that there were no extra feelings and all that stuff uh there's those little moments where he just lets it slip and he can't he can't contain himself and uh, i wish those guys a happy summer he said it again in the locker room after the game uh just a phenomenal quote after the game uh about his former team and uh he wasn't the only one that had great quotes tonight mike malone said Yusuf Nurkic kicked our ass tonight. Uh, CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard had some great uh, little nuggets about Nurkic, which uh, you can hear uh, from them, uh, from their post-game comments. But uh, all over the place, it was just Nurkic, Nurkic, Nurkic. Uh, a little look deeper at his line. He was 12 of 15 from the field, which is just absurdly efficient from the field. He was also 9 of 11 at the foul line. Uh, so 
he was great at the line when he normally is not. He's a six, He was a 64% free throw shooter as a Blazer coming in. He shot below 50% in Denver. Uh, and, and he was excellent tonight. And uh, just continuing to build off of his uh, Blazers career. And tonight he got to show his former team not only, you know, how good he can be, but uh, he got the love from the fans tonight. He was so engaged from the very beginning. He got that first basket. Uh, you know, you could see the energy a little bit. Then he gets an and one about midway through the first quarter. He starts gesturing to the crowd to get the noise going, to keep it going. And even when he was out of the game tonight, he would get up after every made basket by the Blazers and run and, and move his way down the sideline uh, as the Blazers, you know, tend to do. But Nurkic would just keep moving. He'd keep towel waving. Even when he was supposed to be sitting and resting uh, for a guy that's getting big minutes, he he was also playing big minutes on the bench. I, I mean, he – I don't know if – I don't know how much Nurkic sat down during the time that he was supposed to be resting – uh, after the third quarter, it, it seemed like maybe he was getting a little tired, a little banged up. Then he starts hitting the stationary bike, uh, and, and, and he's on the stationary bike. And then all of a sudden Lillard pulls up for a deep three, uh, at the end, near the end of the third quarter. And, and Nurkic is instantly off the bike, gets up and starts celebrating the three. It was just, uh, he was so, so emotionally involved in this game from the very beginning. And, uh, you could see that in some of those post-game comments. You could see that in the I hope those guys have a happy summer comments. And obviously you could see it in, in the way he played tonight. And even uh, his former teammates have a quote from Nikola Jokic tonight who uh, is great and deservedly took uh, Nurkic's spot. Uh, Jokic tonight uh, said that he expected it to be honest we all expected it because i know his temper and i know he was going to do that i mean not do that but i knew he was going to be aggressive and try to have the game of his life and that is exactly what he did he uh came out determined to have that game the nuggets knew it the blazers knew what he was going to come out with and he still delivered and uh, that is the growing legend of Yusuf Nurkic, I guess, that he uh, not only everyone knows that this game is on the calendar for him, that everyone knows that he's going to be geared up way more for this game. He's going to be way more amped. Everyone knows that, and he's still delivered. So uh, pretty awesome game from Nurkic tonight. Portland, I thought, really did uh, a good job of getting him involved, although Terry Stotts... Uh, was was playing off that they ran a post up for Nurkic uh, on the first possession of the game because CJ McCollum missed a three on on that earlier one. But a couple of Blazers said, you know, uh, they were looking for him. They wanted him to, to get the ball in the post. So, uh, you know, whether that first play was a designed post up or not, uh, all of the guys on the Blazers uh, from Vonley to McCollum to Lillard, all talked about how much they knew that Nurkic wanted this one, that they wanted to get him involved early, get him the ball, get him some touches. And he had uh, 13 in the first quarter, and it just mo- it carried on from there. There was a little while where it looked like he might flirt with like a 40-20, uh, 
uh, and or, or 30 20 uh, he didn't get there obviously but just a phenomenal game and uh, to an extent he kind of called his shot so uh, but but a little bit behind the scenes obviously as we said you know Nurkic uh, obviously wanted this game was very calm after the game talking about uh, his anticipation and all that uh, but uh, after the game, Damian Lillard told me uh, that obviously he was he was excited about this. Old team, you playing well, a big game, and the other your old team gets to see this how this crowd is behind you. You know, so I mean, I was happy to see that one. You guys in the driver's seat now for the playoffs? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think to say you're in the driver's seat means you control your own destiny, and I think we we got in the driver's seat. After the Laker game, but we didn't have the keys to the car. And tonight, you know, this is a battle for the keys to the car. And we got the keys, and now we gotta, now we gotta control where it's going. And uh, you know, we know what the destination is, but we gotta make sure we stay locked in to, to get it where we need to go. With Yusuf's energy, I mean, how was he? A, did you send that text knowing that he might be nervous a little bit, or I mean, how was I mean, he? Real, he's real hard on himself, um, just because he cares so much. And, um, last night I was watching a few games and you know, me and him we always talk talk trash to each other, you know, just just messing around. And he just he he actually reached out to me like I need you tomorrow, and I know he really wanted to win this game. And um, you know I kind of just commented, um, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna have a good game. Um, but I mean he was really locked in that shoot around. Um, our team was locked in and you know just ready to go, not too uptight, but you know not super relaxed, you know. Or, a little bit extra there uh, in addition to the Nurkic answer uh, just a great quote from Lillard tonight about uh, the driver's seat and the battle for the keys of uh, the keys to the car uh, that this game was uh, so uh, everyone on the Blazers was just full of of great lines tonight uh, and as I mentioned, C.J. McCollum was phenomenal tonight. He had 39 points, 15 of 24 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, 6 of 6 from the line, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, just one of those nights that we've come to uh, expect on occasion from C.J. He really uh, just went after it tonight uh, from the very beginning, uh, joining Nurkic from the get-go with his play, he really just worked the ball uh, in in the mid range, doing uh, his his couple you know multiple move moves where he hits a couple different dribble combinations before he hits jumpers. He was moving guys out of the way. He was using strength. He was releasing it just enough high just high enough to avoid defenders uh master class taught by cj tonight uh and mike malone said after the game the nuggets had no answer for him that they couldn't do anything with him and uh after nurkic kind of set the tone of of the post-game comments with that i hope they have a happy summer uh CJ, who's confident in his own right, and also a great quote, uh, followed suit and, and, and had some great uh, lines of his own following his uh, game-high 39 points against the Nuggets tonight. The coach said that they couldn't guard you. Did you feel that way? Yeah. 
When did you feel that? When I got out of bed from my nap <laughs> at about 3.15. That's when I felt like I could guard me. Of course, uh, Lillard and McCollum uh, both played a big part there uh, in uh, this win. Uh, Lillard also should be said, uh, had just for stats, obviously, you know, I just, we shared that moment there that uh, him and Nurkic, uh, you know, chatted a little bit uh, the night before the game. Uh, and he had 19 points, seven assists, and six rebounds on seven of 19 shooting. So uh, not the game that he's been having lately, but the Nuggets also uh, definitely uh, tried to take him out uh, of what he's been doing with eight 30 point games in March and all that. Uh, so, uh, Lillard again, kind of doing what I felt like he kind of did against Brooklyn, where he took what the game gave him, got guys involved early and really took advantage of, uh, a not good Nuggets defense. I mean, the Nuggets aren't a good defensive team. So, uh, Portland took advantage of that, uh, in a great way. And as I mentioned, uh, Nurkic, had some things to say after the game in the post-game interview that was broadcast in the arena. And then after the game, he answered some more questions about the game, had some follow-ups about that summer comment. Uh, and it was, uh, I guess, what we've come to expect from Nurkic where, uh, you know, he's playing off some things as a big deal but or as not a big deal. But then uh, you get a little bit of that bluntness and that uh, that realness that it seems like he just, you know, comes natural for him. So here's uh, Yusuf Nurkic after his career night against his former team. So that's our goal for the next game. I'm happy we do well. And um, I want to thank the organization, what they did for me and um, helped me to find my home. You said before the game that this one wasn't personal, but was it? Not really. I mean, you know, the way how I played, just, you know, when you see the fans and, you know, everybody comes for us and you see the back arena, it's hard to not play a little motion, but I know motion, like, I don't have my game. My old team, nothing to do. Afterwards, uh, you said you wished them a good summer. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we need to stay focused on more games, and uh, we want to we want to win the more games, and that's our goal. So I hope they got a good summer, as I said. <laughs> that seems a little personal. <laughs> Not really. I mean, you know, I love those guys. Those are great, great guys, and um, you know, I'm really happy to see them, and um, you know, kind of talk to them, and um, it's a, always nice to see friends when you spend with them three years. So. It would be a natural reaction to want to show them what they're missing. They know. I mean, they, they know definitely <laughs> what they're missing, but they're really happy for me when I find my spot, and, um, you know, I'm happy for me, too. So there you have Yusuf Nurkic uh, post-game reiterating that he hopes the Nuggets have a happy summer. Running down some of the rest of the numbers from the Blazers' victory tonight, Alfred Gaminu was fantastic down the stretch of this game uh terry stotts called out how he enjoyed being able to go with aminu down the stretch of this one aminu played almost 29 minutes had 15 points nine rebounds and uh was just very solid and i thought was 
you know, he was very instrumental in Portland kind of making that defensive turnaround. Uh, Dame also uh, gave a shout-out to Evan Turner for calling out uh, some defensive positioning uh, throughout the game. But Aminu, I thought, really helped tighten the screws. And not just Aminu, but also uh, the the lineup that they had out there with uh, Noah Vonley at the five tonight. Uh, that that lineup, I thought, really helped the Blazers. They were a plus three uh, in the minutes that uh, Vonley, Turner, McCollum, Crabbe, and Aminu played, uh, which is big. Uh, anytime you can get some positive minutes out of your bench, that's obviously huge. But uh, there was a 24-second call late in the third quarter uh, that – was done by, I don't know if it was exactly that group because it is late, uh, but I remember Vonley being at the five and Aminu being out there, and those two guys uh, have really uh, been playing a lot more together lately uh, as Vonley's started to take more and more of the backup center minutes, and that lineup was very effective for them, and uh, he was fantastic, really helped them close the game, uh, and just with his activity, uh, so Aminu with a, a solid game tonight, and Alan Crabb was one of eight tonight, did not have uh, a good game, but I thought he played well defensively for the most part, and uh, some of his shot selection or lack of shot or, you know, turning down shots was, was, was a little rough tonight. Uh, Terry Stotts was getting pretty furious uh in the first quarter when uh crab was passing up open looks but uh things ended up working out for portland uh by games end and i thought crab played solid defense uh turner had a bad night one of six as well from the field so he and he and pretty much everybody on the bench except aminu that played tonight uh didn't shoot very well myers leonard one of four in six minutes uh crab one of eight and turner one of six so uh, not a great night in terms of scoring production from a lot of guys on the bench, but Aminu uh, really delivered for the Blazers in, in a must-win game, and uh, he's been playing better uh, for the last month or so, month to six weeks, uh, after a really, really rough start to the season for him. So uh, Aminu playing well tonight. Uh, and, and giving Portland a boost off the bench. Noah Vonley played 30 minutes as well. He was a plus 13, which is a team high for Portland. Uh, he only had five rebounds uh, and four points, but uh, really played uh, solid. And also he had a great dunk on uh, Nikola Jokic early in this game. Uh, and and, and Vonley has gotten some posters, but I think that was definitely his best one because it kind of looked like Jokic was trying to block it. And so... Uh, that was a nice play from him. The Nuggets, uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, they got some really good bench production. They got more production, uh, but it was a rough night for Will Barton. He was 6 of 14 from the field, so not um, that efficient of a night for him. Kenneth Reed was phenomenal in the limited minutes that he played. He only played 18 minutes and had 8 points and 14 rebounds. Uh, and the Nuggets had 6 guys in double figures with their 5 starters scoring uh, 13 or more, and then Barton, who had 13 off the bench. So 
The Nuggets had good scoring distribution. At least they had more guys in double figures, but it wasn't enough to contend with the dominance of McCollum and Nurkic and uh, the supporting play from the rest of the guys. So uh, Denver, with the loss, is in a tough position now because not only do they have to now make up ground on Portland being a game back, they also have to make up that ground and win the eight seed outright. As I mentioned in the lead-up to this game, a win for Portland was basically like two wins, and it was not two wins for Denver because uh, Portland would have still had the the chance to, to claim the tiebreaker, which they now have outright. And so just a quick update on the standings for you uh, from an official perspective. Portland is a game up in the standings, and with the win tonight, they also clinch uh, a better division record uh, than Denver uh, because now they have nine wins in division, and there are four teams you play, so there's a total of 16 division games. Portland has already guaranteed themselves an above 500 record, and with the loss for Denver tonight, they have nine losses, so they cannot be better than 500. So uh, Portland wins the season series, which... Uh, is now the only thing that matters, and uh, they also have the secondary tiebreaker. So uh, Portland, with uh, a big win tonight that is is worth more than one win now with eight games to go, they still have, uh, as I mentioned, they have eight games to go, so it's not completely over. They're not in the playoffs just yet, Uh, but this win is an unmistakable you know, step up for them. They are clearly in the driver's seat. They clearly have the keys to the car, as Dame said. Uh, so uh, they hold on and get a big win. So uh, they wait to face Houston on Thursday night, which is, I guess, tomorrow now, uh, at the Moda Center, a 7.30 game, TNT. The Rockets just lost. So they're probably going, they lost to Golden State tonight, so they're probably going to be uh, in the mood for a win. But the way Portland has played, uh, coming into Portland now is not is not as easy as it was uh, six weeks ago. So uh, Houston uh, coming in, a team that has worked the Blazers this year uh, multiple times. So... Uh, That'll be a nice chance for them to maybe just earn a little respect, maybe. Uh, But uh, they've got Houston on Thursday. That's a TNT game. So uh, for those of you that are not in the Portland area, you can watch that one nationally on TNT. Really thought, I mean, for real, tonight's game should have been a national TV game. Uh, Don't really know why it wasn't. uh, Just because of the playoff implications. I mean, as I said, it doesn't get that much better for the NBA in March. And also I got to say, those of you that have listened to this have heard me say that the eighth seed in the West is the equivalent to Mac football and college football. Like if you're into the eighth seed in the West, it's kind of like being a college football fan, but being really into the Mac on Tuesday nights. And how perfect was it that tonight's game was a Tuesday night. So uh, Tuesday night basketball at the Moda Center, the Maction, uh, and uh, the Blazers uh, run away with this one. Uh, another note on this game, too. 
as I mentioned, I know both teams, I said, were, were very good with the ball. Portland has been one of the worst teams at taking care of the ball since they got Nurkic. Uh, Willie Rady from Blazers Edge had a great post breaking down uh, how Portland's offense has changed since Nurkic arrived with breaking down uh, a lot of different numbers, but the turnovers have been terrible for them. And uh, to their credit, they only had nine turnovers tonight, uh, which led to eight points. Uh, three of those were from Yusuf Nurkic, but uh, for Portland to have a turnover rate below uh, 8%, which is what they had tonight, uh, is phenomenal and about half of what they turn over regularly. So uh, Portland didn't really let the emotions tonight get the best of them in terms of taking care of the ball, making the right decisions, and, and doing what they needed to do. Uh, and for Denver, their path... As I mentioned, it's pretty tough right now because now they've got to make up a game in the standings, and then they also have to make up another game to win the eight seed outright. They head to Charlotte on Saturday, so they get a little bit more time off than Portland does in between games. Portland's got to play two games in that time, but Denver's on a five-game road trip, uh, which began with this game on Tuesday. So uh, they face a Charlotte team who uh, is also out of the playoffs, they uh, are just not a good team right now. So that's a team where even though it's a road trip and an East Coast road trip for Denver, that's a game that they can win because, Den- because Charlotte uh, has been pretty sorry this season and, haven't, they, and they haven't really uh, managed a way to turn things around after uh, just kind of you know a rough season with injuries and, and all that stuff. So uh, Charlotte... Uh, presents another opportunity for Denver to kind of get back in the mix, but uh, it's not easy because Charlotte, well, you look at the standings and stuff like that, you're probably thinking, okay, Charlotte's probably going to tank. I mean, everybody's tanking right now. Uh, everybody that's trying, that's not making the playoffs is, is starting to sit guys. They're not playing guys. I mean, this is the NBA in March, and the tanking tank season is here. So, uh, Denver may take advantage of that, uh, but Portland, on the uh, on the flip side, is has an opportunity to take advantage of that on Saturday when Phoenix comes to town. So, uh, kind of a weird time where not everybody's trying to win right now in the NBA. But uh, I guess we'll we'll let that unfold as uh, we wind down here for these final eight games of the season. But we will leave you with on this edition of Locked On Blazers. Uh, The Blazers win 122-113 in Portland in a pivotal game against the Denver Nuggets to take a one-game lead in the Western Conference standings for that eighth and final playoff spot. Uh, Portland is off tomorrow, which is Wednesday, or I guess today, uh, and they will be back on the court again against the Rockets. In a tough matchup, again, should be uh, another fun offensive battle as the one we saw tonight. So uh, at least we can hope. So uh, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Blazers. You can listen to Locked On Blazers by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, TuneIn FM. Uh, maybe if you use the Pocket Casts app, we're on there. Uh, whatever podcast app you use, we are probably there. So Whatever you use, find us, subscribe, leave us a review, maybe five stars. We appreciate it. Uh, That's always great. And, uh, yeah, 
until next time, the Blazers with a big win, biggest win of the season as Nurkic gets revenge against his former team. We'll be back with you after Thursday's game against the Houston Rockets.